What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Pace the Nation. Broadcasting from Studio 1A here in downtown Clarendon. In the heart of Arlington County, I'm your host, Chris Farley. Alongside me, as always, my trusty co-host to my right, Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up? It's a shame that we don't play other music anymore. Do you know what I would have chosen for today? What is today? What is so important about today? What music would you... It's episode 52, so it's really one year. It has nothing to do with the uh, uh, episode number. The show? Mm-hmm. All right, it's raining outside. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. okay. On the right track. Purple Rain. That is Prince, correct. Prince yeah. Do- wow. I, she didn't even tell me that, Docs. And my other co-host, of course, William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? Um... What's up? <laughs> so Purple Rain would have been a good intro song. Uh, did did uh, when when did Prince pass away? Just last before Thursday. or last last Thursday? So it was a week ago. A week ago on the day that we recorded, I think. No, we recorded Friday. Friday. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. I can't keep track of time. Yeah. Well. Anyways, uh, that would have been a good tribute. Maybe we'll play some Purple Rain later. It is raining outside. That's probably my favorite Prince song, actually. Do you know other Prince songs? Um, Tons of them. Yeah, I probably know a few. I can't really name off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, I could. I could. Do you probably... know that you know Prince songs that Prince wrote for other people? Oh, I, I don't think I know. I this. saw some oh, of those on sure Facebook. You know. Sure, you, you know. know them, but yeah, just another you know. manic Monday. Really, yeah. I didn't know Prince wrote yeah. that. And also, nothing compares to you. Oh, I didn't. Oh. Know, I didn't know that. Actually. <laughs> I like that. It doesn't song. go like that. I like that song actually. Nothing I think that was her one hit. What, what's what's her what's her? No, name? She has Sinead O'Connor. Sinead she has O'Connor. some pretty good okay. songs. All right. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll we'll sprinkle like this, in. like this one. Each of these, my... I, I don't know. D- Docs is somewhat of a musician, but he's he's better on the instruments rather than the vocals. No, he's okay on vocals. <laughs> uh, we'll maybe sprinkle in some prints along the way today on today's program. It's episode 52, and it's a big show today, guys. Yeah, but I didn't get to do my introduction. Oh, okay, go ahead. Sorry, Doc. I want to say on the day we record, I want to say happy anniversary to my parents. Okay. Who are celebrating an anniversary represented by something my mom already has two or three of in the basement. I don't know the anniversary things. Mm-hmm. I know it's paper was our last week's, but I don't know what... What, what would be in a basement? Mm-hmm. I don't know. She has she has two, two or, or three, three of everything. That's the point. Bikes? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm just... To... I, don't know what, I don't know what they're <laughs> oh, celebrating. Gotcha, I'm just gotcha. saying that okay. whatever they're celebrating, she already has two or three of <laughs> Gotcha. Well, and also I want to say welcome home to my mom. Well, happy anniversary and welcome mm-hmm. home yes. to Mrs. Docs. It's not her name. I know. <laughs> Every uh, time. Big, big show to get to today, guys. Uh, first off, I want to make sure we announce that uh, we're going to be joined by Mark Johnson of Saucony. He's going to be talking to us about Run Lunch, and I think we're going to call it Runch. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, a, a cool event happening in May over at Joanna Store and Navy Yard. So he's going to tell us all the details. He's been uh, my rep for Saucony for the entire time of uh, w- that that we've owned this uh, that I've owned the store. And so I, I, maybe I'll ask him about some of the earlier days, uh, and we'll get into other things about Saucony, Runch, uh, and whatever else he wants. He's a longtime area runner, so we'll talk to him. It'll be interesting to sit down with him. We also. Uh, have the of course the in the news and we have a healthy in the news segment this week uh docs contributed a story that i'm excited to get to later on today he points it out because i so rarely contribute (laughs) 
So it's like a big deal that I contributed something this week. Your but, participation grade just mm-hmm. went up. Well, actually, I would say that this is like the first one that's running related. Right. The other that's ones true. are like the more other, alligator related. Yeah, that's, that, that's true. Yeah. Didn't we do some sort of drive through? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, alli- yeah. yeah. Uh, also, I've got an internet question slash um, concern. Uh, something that's raging on the internet now, and I'm just kind of concerned or a little bit annoyed. And I also had, finally, I had a terrible thing happen to me. So we're going to get into all that stuff. Uh, Can we start with that on one? The program. Well, first of all, I do want to thank everybody. We'll go to my terrible uh-huh. thing uh, that is really bothering me, and I am just uh-huh. torn up about. But I do want to I thank. I need to know how I'm, how I'm going to. I need to that, get that out of the way so I know how to treat you for the rest of the show. Well, let I don't me want to feel guilty in 45 minutes. <laughs> let me just think. And, you know, it's not terrible. Nobody's hurt. Nobody lost a limb or anything mm-hmm. like that. But to me, it's a terrible okay. thing and a really annoying pet peeve. But uh-huh. it happens to a lot of people often. But, uh, you know, enough with the tease. I did want to thank the, the folks uh, who came to our. One year anniversary birthday party last week. You know what a great showing and a great event. Uh, I know if you do say so yourself. The, the three of us <laughs> had a great time and uh, oh, 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 biggest. I think it was probably the biggest event uh, that we've had yet. Right. We mm-hmm. had a whole area with signs, you know, cornered off for. And there us. was a cake. Cake. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, thank thank you, Farley, for getting the cake. Yes. Uh, I'm angry that it wasn't an ice cream cake. <laughs> uh, thank you, Kelly, for yes. setting us up with the with finding the spot and setting us up with the place and yep. probably a bunch of other things. Other things that, that yeah, do behind that the scenes that we don't even of. know. Yeah. Uh, but we did have a number of previous podcast guests there, mm-hmm. uh, including Kelly. Uh, start with her. We also had. You know, we had Greg on the show last week, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he's given us our snacks uh, every week uh, since they became the official snack sponsor. We had Sam Attard there. She was uh, our nutritionist of the show was there. Dixon Mercer, who uh, w- talked about the uh, the Olympic marathon trials. He was there. We had who, who I met for the first time. You met for the first. That's right, because he was a phoner. Uh, we had <laughs> a- Alan Eng, who uh, was it was Shake Shack, who mm-hmm. brought us. No offense, Greg, but probably the best snacks that we've had. Uh, uh, we had a couple of listeners who've been on the show before, Satya Morthy and Chris Webb. Uh, we also have big super fan Brian Knight, who is there, who's done a number of great photoshops and, and, and tweets to us. And we, we finally met uh, Nicholas Blake, who was able to make... We, we all did? Well, wait, wait a second. All right, May, I don't know why he didn't introduce, but it was... <laughs> To introduce himself to the rest of the the, the show, but hmm. he was he was there. It was great to meet him. Uh, great to meet Andrew R. Caitlin. Caitlin K. Caitlin K. Pauline uh, Annie. A nice flock presence. Yep. And we had uh, your family there. Uh, Brother Russo making a great appearance on the show. Former guest Mike Parks was there. Uh, you know, and I'm I'm probably leaving others out, but uh, that was the, that was a uh, you know a list. Of, I know that's why that's why I don't. Uh, like to do lists, make lists, right. and or use people's names. Right. Well, it was it was a fantastic turnout, and uh, I was really humbled by the support that we have, and uh, you know, great to see see everybody out. And uh, thank you guys really for for listening to the show and yeah, uh, making helping us make it one year. I think you're overplaying our audience. They heard there was going to be cake. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was it. Um, the funny thing was that on the episode, 
episode 51, which mm-hmm. we recorded beforehand, we, right. we announced that we were going to have the t-shirts out, mm-hmm. and then we were like, oh, we're going to raffle these off, and right. Joanna had planned a, a trivia, and we may have even alluded to that. We did. So, like, everybody who was there, they were like, there were no t-shirts, there was no raffle. I had, no- I had the IOUs <laughs> ready. I had the I t- had I some trivia questions. I'm just ready. saying we didn't do <laughs> we didn't do anything. I know we didn't. Can we do the trivia today? Oh, I didn't bring it. I, I didn't bring gonna, my. I don't know if we're going to have enough time with Mark. We 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 will do the trivia at our next happy hour and give out the shirt IOUs. But the shirts will be available. Uh, that is happening. I would give us three weeks and then we'll have those shirts available. Uh, they'll be online on the RunPacers dot com website. All right. So I mentioned I had an awful day, mm-hmm. and there is one thing. What's the What's the book, Joanna? Oh, you mean Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day? Correct. Farley, was it like that? Exactly like that, but probably worse for me. Mm-hmm. Are um, you familiar with that book? I, I I think it's like a kid's book. It yeah, is a right? kid's book. Yeah, so you, will like, get, you will get familiar with it soon. Yes. <laughs> Beverly Clear, Cleary? I don't think so. No. no. Okay. I do remember Beverly it's, Cleary. It's younger, okay. younger kids than younger that. Younger than that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, all of us have iPhones, even though you hate iPhones. Correct. I do. And there's a lot of people who have iPhones with cracks in them. And there's nothing oh, that more is a big annoying mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. than Docs has had a, had a cracked iPhone for... I would say months, if not a year. Oh, definitely not a year. Okay. It, it happened this year. Okay. But there's nothing more annoying to me. Whatever, mm-hmm. For whatever reason, I can't stand cracked iPhones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So today I'm walking London, and I have my phone in my back pocket. She pulls away, chases a squirrel, jerks my arm out of my socket, my phone falls, and it is like a spider web mm-hmm. worse than anybody has uh-huh. ever seen. And I... Am livid. No, I think Kathy's phone looks worse than yours. Yeah, hers does look worse. I immediately texted her and I said, My phone matches your phone now and I'm so pissed off. You guys are phones twin phone twins. Don't you get it. like don't I, you get like the full insurance? Shouldn't you get I, that fixed I, like immediately? You know what? And I would have gone directly to the Clarendon Apple store. Which but, you were probably like ten but, feet away from. But <laughs> they are under construction. Oh, right. And this just... Do they have a, a, a podcast where they talk about that construction? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, that's a good question. I, I, I haven't... I'll search for it on uh, iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know why this is such a pet peeve of mine or I why know. I'm so annoyed by this. I know. Especially because you do so many things that are much worse uh, and annoying. <laughs> but this just... Uh, it gets under. It makes my skin crawl to uh-huh. look at my phone and to see spider well, web. I could see why for you because you are glued to your phone, <laughs> and and you're always looking at your phone. So that probably is like a you know twenty hours of your day reminder, <laughs> right? Yeah, that I've got a broken freaking screen, and I don't know what annoys you guys. This is probably tops for me. You complaining about this. <laughs> okay. Yes, Joanna, that's the top of my list. Joanna, give me something that annoys you. Oh, I have so many things. All right, give me one because so this one, if, if we were to go around the table uh-huh. and we were, we were playing a game at dinner at a dinner party where you're getting to know people, where mm-hmm. you go around the table and say, what really annoys you? I don't know if anybody's uh-huh. had played that dinner party game. How many dinner parties? Do you go to dinner parties? I thought, I thought since you married Julie, you went to lots of dinner parties. Is this what you guys do? No. Thank no, God but, you guys don't invite me. But... But if I did go to dinner, I think this is a good dinner party mm-hmm. game. What is annoying to you? 
Doc's me oh. complaining about this. Yeah. Joanna, what's annoying to you? Well, the last time that somebody asked me this question, I said really long receipts at CVS because they do drive okay. me insane. That's a good one. But I like that. They changed that. Yeah, but I would say that now probably what annoys me most is people who do not have a grocery shopping plan when they go into Whole Foods. Mm. I cannot stand that. Why are they just walking around aimlessly? Yeah, don't go in with groups on on busy days and like right. wander aimlessly Agreed. through the aisles. This isn't who does that. Everybody in yeah, in DC. I, I have to I have to admit I probably wander aimlessly on my phone emailing people. Yeah, I but, bet you but do I don't too. do groups. I'm with you. Groups so it's like so not annoying. a social outing. I'm mm-hmm. with you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I agree with your annoying thing. I don't agree with Doc's annoying these thing. These are two. You both have like two uh, social functions that I'm not privy to. Uh, yours, yours being the the, the dinner, dinner parties, parties where you have the okay. Now everybody go through the annoying list. And and Joanna has introduced me to this uh, social outing at the grocery at, store. At Whole Foods, <laughs> not just a grocery store. It's right. Whole Foods. It's Whole Foods specifically. Uh, yeah. Both yeah. both of those statements make me very glad to be so antisocial. Right. Right. Well, we got you out last week. You did just fine. Mm-hmm. All the uh, all the uh, listeners can attest. I think you did just fine. Yeah, like Nicholas Blake. <laughs> Except for him, who didn't for some reason introduce himself to you. But uh, so the fact that I have a cracked phone, it's not even just a, one of those single cracks. It's bad spider webs throughout it, the the entire phone face. Mm-hmm. I also have a crack on my iPad, which has yeah. bothered me for Twins. months. So now, you, you know, know, bad things happen in three. So uh, what's wait, the next screen? That's my laptop. Go? Great. Or your third, your third phone, or or my other phone. Right. Well, hopefully not, because I. We'll probably lose it. If, mm-hmm. uh, I'd hate to see you then because the you're kind of annoying right now. <laughs> I will go off off the deep end. But that was the bad, terrible thing that happened to me today. That's basically the plot of the book, right? I actually Joanna? think it is, yeah. Cracked iPhone? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I yeah. think uh, Alexander has a cracked iPhone in the book. Mm-hmm. Well, what annoys you? What annoys the listeners? Uh, you can tweet us at, run, uh, at Pace the Nation. Uh, mm-hmm. let, let us know what annoys you. Make it running related, though, if you can. Or... Could. If you say Farley's rant, I will favorite it. <laughs> um, I hate to brag, but you know I've never cracked an iPhone before. Well, oh, that's not a brag. That's a way, jinx. Way to rub it in my <laughs> way to rub it in my face, or your jinx. Jinx. Yeah, yeah. I I hadn't either until I did. Until you. Until There's you, a first for everything. Until you did, and now you've got a broken I, iPad. I, I it bothers me every time we the come to the I've studio. Twice. He comes to the studio with those broken. Uh, Apple devices. Well, why do you and I think don't I, say anything? Why uh, BS? You 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 complain about it half the time. <laughs> All right, that's probably true. I did once drop my back when I still had a flip phone. I did drop it into um, an ice bath, mm-hmm. and that was probably the worst thing that's ever happened to a phone that I owned. Did it electrocute you or anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. It was like it all happened in slow motion. So okay. I was. It was the last time I trained for a marathon. Oh no, it was, it was earlier than that. So it was like 2010, and I was in an ice bath after like a long run, and I had my phone on the floor next to me, and then I get a text message. So I pick up my phone to look at it, and I to- and I was in my head telling myself, "Don't drop your phone. Don't drop your phone." That's and just like the uh, thing last week when I fell. Yeah, yeah. So I need to just stop talking to myself. Well, I, I watched this thing with the, I don't know, my, it's like a mind control uh, TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Derek Brown or something like this. Oh, Darren Brown or Derek Brown, I'm not sure. Well, Darren Brown's a runner. No, I, I, it, it might be. I, I don't know what the guy's name is. There's actually people with the same name, Joanna. 
It's it's uh wait what yeah it's allowed so anyway whatever his name is <laughs> right he's, he's a m- mind control guy so I did this thing where it's like don't think about this but what your brain hears is think about this mm-hmm. so if you give yourself a direction you say don't think about stop signs mm-hmm. don't don't think about stop signs now you can't not think about that's stop all signs. I think about now yeah well, that's all it, I think about is a like... broken stupid phone <laughs> yes. That's like when you tell a kid, like, don't press that button or don't play with that, and then mm-hmm. they can't help themselves, right? right Isn't right. that, like, along the same idea, yeah. I would say? Yeah. So so what you're doing is inception. You, you're you planting this thing. Don't drop the phone in the ice bath. And then deep down in the recesses of your brain, mm-hmm. it's drop the phone in the ice bath. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on from this horrible topic. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to take a quick break, and we're going to be joined by our Saucony rep, Mark Johnson. And he's going to tell us about Run Lunch, Saucony, how I was as a young entrepreneur, store owner. Oh, I can't wait. All of that next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now excited to be joined by, actually, guys, it's a bonus I mentioned Mark, but also we've got Michael here, so it's... Two for one. Michael Nestout, he is your Saucony Field Marketing Rep, and we also have Mark Johnson, who I mentioned before. He is our account manager for Pacers Running and other Maryland and Virginia accounts. They're both from Saucony. Fellas, thanks for joining us. How are, how are you guys? Fantastic. Great to be here, Chris. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. Well, it's good to, good to see you guys and good to have you on the, on the program. These guys, we, we got to know, um, the podcast got to know when we went to Run Free and we hung out with Correct. them. And, uh, I ate think, their popcorn. Yeah, we ate their popcorn. They, uh, they bought us the tickets there. So, again, thank you guys for that. We got a lot to talk to. Except I bought my own ticket. Oh, you did? <laughs> All right, well. Yes. We'll, we'll get you. No we'll, worries, no we'll, worries. We'll, they they had me covered. It's just you didn't communicate okay, it to me. There's yeah. nothing wrong with our guest today. Well, we'll we'll um we'll we'll see if they can get you covered with with something that they might have brought. And that's what I wanted to, to start with. So we always are are open to gifts to the show. Is that is that a little? That's too much. But you're just yeah. trying to you're just trying to get down to like how long is this segment going to be. Yeah, well, I want based, based on if you know the gifts. And, right. Let's get the gifts out of the way first here, because uh, I heard fellas that uh, maybe you guys had some gifts. Is that correct? They came in yes. carrying bags. Nice. Okay. Yep. It'd so, be awkward if it was just their book bags or something like that. But um, no. But uh, yeah, no. It's great to have you guys. Now, where's our gifts? All right. Yeah, that's how we <laughs> love to start things. So, yeah, yeah. Docs, you did mention that you like the bag that we we're raffling. So I know it's a little different color, but uh, this is for Look you, at brother. That man. Wow. Yeah. Now it's a thank you green Saucony. It's a speed of light bag. Speed of light bag. It nice. was very popular at, at local stores and also at the expo up at Boston. So it looks like it's something you could use today in the rain, man. Yeah, somewhat yeah, water I mean, repellent, resistant, yep. and also for your night running or night walking around. I don't know what you're doing if you're running or walking with your knee problems right now. It's got that yellowish green color that's you'll be loud and seen. Yep, that's Citron. Got the reflective on it as well. There we go. Nice. It's a yeah. great bag for traveling. 
Nice. Yeah. Went overseas a month or so ago, and I got exactly 10 pounds of the necessities in that bag. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, it was great. Nice. There was no losing it because of the color. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. That's fantastic. Okay, all right. Uh, cool. Thank you, guys. Yeah. It's awesome. All right, next up. Oh, I hope it's me again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is very exciting for the listeners. Well, I'll jump in yeah, here. Go ahead. So uh, we've had a little bit of a delay in a... Uh, delivery from FedEx at my house okay. because the shoes that I'd ordered for you guys, the cool shoes, okay. did not arrive in time oh. for me to bring them. All right. So it'll have to be at another, All right. no, another, no another event, no but worries. I promise. This is the smartest way for future guests to, to yeah. get rebooked. Rebooked right. on the show. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. Really I'll be the guy outside the studio next week waiting to get in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, no, thank you guys. I, I, I was I was kidding. We, we don't necessarily expect our guests to bring us gifts, but always appreciate when you do. Yes, but I do have some things from okay. under the table, Fant- more or less, that I'll Fantastic. show you now. Okay. And seeing that Boston is kind of the hometown of Saucony, yep. I brought you guys some genuine <laughs> nice. Boston baked beans. Boston baked beans. Thank you, Mark. And These I, are Bush's best Boston yes, baked beans. And I have a can for each one of you. <laughs> Uh, it's best you. to be used in a well-ventilated area. <laughs> I think that's smart. Uh, but it's the authentic, genuine Boston recipe. Nice. And just in case you need something to wash it down, I've got oh, Boston, Boston lager, lager. Yes. from Sam Adams. Farley's wow. reaching for it. I am reaching for it. And it's just not one beer, Farley. I do have a 12-pack. Oh, you do? Or an 11-pack okay. right behind Fantastic, man. Well, I, I appreciate oh. that. Well, you know, it just <laughs> opened. <laughs> the tab works. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you. That's really, really, really nice. Uh, yeah, you guys are a Boston-based company. Uh, we'll get into to Saucony and some of the history and all that, but I wanted to, to, to talk about Mark first. So Mark has been my rep for Saucony ever since I, I uh, bought the store back in 2003. And back in 2003, you know, I, I mentioned before we got these guys on the show that I was the young entrepreneur, and I had really no idea what I was doing. I don't know if you remember this story, Mark, but I remember writing a futures order. And at the time, and this is really inside geeky. Sorry, guys. At the time, Saucony wrote every quarter. You remember that, Mark? Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, so my every fir- three months. Every three months. So my first order, and you have to write these six months out or, you know, uh, I think it's six it's months It's about out. six months out. Trip, where's Trip to help me when I need him? <laughs> but so I write the entire year instead of the first quarter. So I send it over to Mark and you know he's got deadlines and I am late. I'm 2 days late back in 2003. No chance. <laughs> no so chance. Two, 2 days late and I wrote the entire year of of these products and as as you guys know the shoe colors change over the time. So it's not like I really wanted the years worth of ride colors or guide colors or whatever, whatever it was at the time. So I write the entire year and just totally as a total rube, rookie mistake, fax it over to Mark. We used fax back in 2003. Message well, in a bottle. Mark, Mark gets these orders and must have been like, oh, my God, this guy's going to be out of business in months, <laughs> in a matter of a couple of months. So he gets the order. He said, you know what? He calls me immediately. He said, this is, these are great. These are perfect except for the fact that I need you to totally redo them and you just need to write three months at a time. So if I, if you need some help, then I can help you out. And he ended up writing the order for me. I don't know if you remember that, Mark. I but do. Yeah. I do. But it's always good to start with praise before you tear somebody <laughs> right, down. Exactly. And then he did the work for me, which, 
Which, uh, fortunately, we got trip buying shoes now. Nothing in that story is unbelievable. Yeah. No, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. So well, I don't know if it's consistent with your academics right. down in Charlottesville. Well, probably pretty consistent. But, uh, you know, I somehow I found a way to find the other people to do the work for me. So we got trip buying shoes now. We got Kelly running the buying team. So, But Mark has been uh, with Saucony for how long, Mark? Well, going on 14 years. Going on 14. So right about the time I, I started. And have you, I, I mean, did you, literally, did you think that I was the most clueless store owner that you had worked with? Pretty Be much. honest here. Yes. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. <laughs> appreciate your honesty. However, however, I will tell you that I was so struck by your passion Thank and you. your drive to do what you wanted to do. Which was impressive. Well, and, thank you. And to some degree, I didn't want to get in your way yep. and, and encourage you to do that. Now, there was a time when you and your brother, Brian, yep. wanted to do your own thing yeah. before you got into Pacers. And I think I discouraged you. You did. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great memory, too. So, yeah. Brian and I wanted to open our own store without buying the store that's now 1301 King Street. And Mark said, ah. You know, that's probably not the best idea. But I will give you credit. You were one of two reps who actually called me back. So this was before we actually bought the store. So uh, in your face, 13 years later. There you go. Yeah. Well, happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, Mark Mark and I have become great friends over the over the years. And it, you, you guys at Saucony have been a great partner for us. Um, tell us, let's, let's talk about about Saucony as it relates to Pacers running or as it relates to, uh, you know, specialty run in particular? Um, so, yeah, so with Saucony and I think coming around to now working with Pacers running more exclusively, especially for myself, I can say this, that, you know, we were helping every runner out there, right? And, and Pacers running hashtag for every run, mm -hmm. you know, almost relates to for every runner, I would say as well. Um, and so for Saucony, you know, our, our motto, what we live by is, you know, finding your strong, right? And so people are doing that different ways every day. And our our shoes or our apparel mm -hmm. that you guys sell at your stores is the vehicle for people to do that, basically. So so I, I've, I've recently seen, I wanted to ask you guys about these seeker stories. I've recently seen a number of really kind of, you know, they're not hardcore runner stories, but they're just inspiring, interesting stories. Tell us about those series of videos that are online, the Seeker stories. So we, we started with that um, last year, actually, and we came out with almost one every quarter. Um, and so the last one you guys actually have on your blog post here um, for something that we're going to get going on here. But Matthew Ingman, I believe, the, the, the oatmeal. oatmeal. Yeah, yeah, so he's the last one. He actually is our most popular Seeker video, but... Um, that's a great point that we try to look for these people that maybe aren't any one that you might have heard of in the past, but they have just an amazing story and background to what running means to them and kind of how they found their strong. So they're seeking to find their so, strong. So so tell me that one in particular because I think that's a great story. I didn't I didn't know before Mark showed me the video who the oatmeal. Do you guys know the oatmeal? Matthew Inman. Yes. Matthew Inman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, of course, I didn't know. And, I, and he has his own um, half marathon that you can run. Okay. Yeah, See. I, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> so. So. Because I do want our listeners to go seek out. See what I did there. Seek out yeah. this video. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's a really good one. So tell us about Matthew. Well, Matthew, I think by trade is a is a journalist. He's a cartoonist, and more or less came to running as an outlet, uh, sort of uh, to 
allow him to kind of be out in a space where he can get his creative juices going. He also likes to eat, so he found that, <laughs> who doesn't right. So he found that he's sitting around a lot in front of a computer, you know, drafting up whatever the stories he's trying to make to entertain people to write stories, and needed to get out and get some exercise. And it's not that he he loved it right away, but he became sort of you know kind of addicted to it because it was therapeutic. It allowed sort of the creative part of him just to kind of run free, so to speak. Pun intended. There we go. I like these puns that we got going. And is there a ha- is there seriously a half marathon? Mm-hmm. Jo- Joanna, you know about this half marathon? Yeah. Um. So he, he, I don't actually know when it is. Do you know when it is, Michael? I feel like it's in the fall. I Sounds like say. a road I'm trip. Not sure. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, there we go. But basically, it's not an organized half marathon. It, you don't have to show up to a certain city at a certain time and run it. But there's a day that everyone can run this half marathon in their own towns and their own course. And then um, online, if you write in that you've done this, then you get a, a shirt. Nice. The oatmeal, though, is he's from Seattle, and he does, like, I don't know, cartoons or something like that? Yeah, he does also. He came out with a card game, Exploding Kittens, I believe it's called. Okay. <laughs> so really popular. really interesting interesting stuff uh, that uh, yeah, I encourage you guys to check out. And the video was... I was um, a little skeptical, but the video was was really really inspiring. Um, so you guys are a, a Boston-based company. Uh, so you, you know we just talked a lot about the Boston Marathon. So being you know an East Coast really East Coast company, I think that's that's really cool. Talk about kind of your your company culture and and who you guys are up there in uh, New England. You're right, Chris, in that the pretty much the, the base of inspiration for the company is Boston, mm-hmm. although historically that's not where the company started. However, Joanna's raising her hand. She, yeah. she knows where the answer. Yeah. Okay. Pennsylvania. Where about in Pennsylvania? Um, Pennsylvania. That's a question. <laughs> I'll tell you. If, well, the company was founded in Kutztown, Pennsylvania. That's Along the Saucon Along the Saucon River. Okay. Or the, the Saucon Creek. And so the logo is a river with three rocks in it. Yes. It represents swift running river with the three stones in it kind of as a border of along the river. Okay. Within the river. Okay, yeah. I actually, I think I've heard that story, but I forgot it, believe it or not. But uh, Michael's showing us a shoe, and this is a nice, is this a guide? He's got me distracted looking at yeah. these pretty shoes here. Sorry. Well, there, there's a Pacers Kutztown connection. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Brian Harris, our manager. Uh, good call, Brian Harris, our manager of our Princeton store. Actually, went to Kutztown for his fifth year. Wow. He couldn't cut it in D1, so he had to <laughs> he had to go to D3 Kutztown. He tore up that uh, D3 and ran in. I'm giving a hard time. He he's he was a great runner, uh, but ran for Kutztown. Yeah, so I did not know or I did not remember that that was where you guys were founded. Yeah. But since 1968, mm-hmm. yeah. isn't it? Yeah, we moved to Cambridge, Massachusetts, and have been in the Boston area ever since. Yeah. The headquarters is Lexington. Uh, the president of our company, uh, Pat O'Malley, is from New England, mm-hmm. uh, from Maine, as a matter of he's fact, a and, and he has just deep, deep roots in. The culture that is, you know, New England, a lot of uh, integration into the, the Boston Marathon. Uh, our current current head of footwear, whose name is Tom Harchie, mm-hmm. uh, just completed 
the Boston Marathon a couple of weeks ago, the race that you were in. He was yep. probably a little bit behind you. I'm not sure where he finished. <laughs> right. But it was his 31st consecutive Boston Marathon. Wow. Pretty impressive. That's, pretty a, impressive. that's a pretty good streak. You, sh- you didn't mention that streak on last week's program. I didn't know, I didn't know about this first I'm hearing. Yeah. We'll add it to the list. We'll check in next year. Okay. You know, a lot of great things, a lot of great things going on at Saucony. What are, what are some other things that you guys could talk to us about? Well, Chris, you know, we're one of the top tier brands when it comes to performance footwear. That is for sure. Running shoes, you've run in them. You're wearing some now. Yep. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Uh, but what we identify as a trend with a lot of the runners within our community is that they're looking for kind of a lifestyle component too. Mm-hmm. So there is a part of our or a segment within our brand that is called Life on the Run, which is a collection of apparel and footwear. And actually, within the D.C. metro area, Pacers is our exclusive yeah. uh, retailer Account for that, we, that yeah. we partner with. And, so yeah, we, cool. what stores do we have? Because those are really cool pieces. Because it's footwear and apparel combined, right? Yeah, it's primarily yeah. been Navy Yard and 14th, and 14th Street. Street. So, yeah, mm-hmm. check out our D.C. stores. Um, yeah, so we, you guys are doing it's kind of outside of, of running and, and trying new things and inspiring events. And one of those events that you're going to do with Joanna and Navy Yard is this Runch, uh, tell us about that, and I'll have Joanna chime in, too. I should know more about it, you know, but uh, I'm letting kind of Joanna and you guys uh, run it, and it sounds like it's going to be awesome. It's happening in May. Tell us about this run lunch. Well, Chris, you may or may not recall. Sounds like you don't. Yeah. But the inspiration actually came from a meeting that we had in Austin at the running event. That's right. So we were talking about just different ideas that would help to engage the community, allow folks within the Pacers community to share stories, unique experiences. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of came up with this idea that I communicated to you, Joanna, uh, and Kathy after Mm -hmm. the event as I was on a sleep-deprived flight (laughs) back to Baltimore from Austin. That Austin trip is tough. It is. It's a great great trip. It is. It is. But it, it allows us to kind of experience a lot of creative things. And I think out of this, you know, was the idea about the lunch run. And so the idea is that many of us have this opportunity during the middle of the day, perhaps at times, to go out for a, a run at mm-hmm. lunch. And so whether it's for, you know, an escape from the work thing, that's pretty cool. Yep. Or if you want to go out and just get your workout in because that's the only time you have. Uh, or, you know, you're, you're doing some sightseeing. You know, it's, or, or it's a therapeutic thing. Again, kind of an escape, just a, a way to get out in a way and, and just immerse yourself in running. And many of us have had unique experiences during the course of a lunch run at times. And so that's what we're inviting people within your audience uh, to share uh, as we kick off this campaign next week. And they're going to tell their stories, right? Yeah. So if you come to a run uh, every Wednesday in May at okay. Navy Yard at 12.30 p.m., you can tell your story in person. Um, you can also share online on the Run Pacers Facebook page. And, and everybody who, who shows up, um, Mark and Michael have got these uh, pretty cool lunch boxes. Are there are they lunch boxes or lunch bags? A little cross between or both brunch of boxes. them. Maybe, <laughs> brunch you know, boxes. Maybe brunch boxes. Brunch boxes that say Eat, Sleep, uh, Pacers Running, Saucony. So you, you will get one of these if you come to the... And you share a story. Yeah, yeah. share a story. Um, and you can see that on our Instagram page right now. It's at uh, Run Pacers on our Instagram page, and there's a cool picture of that uh, runch box slash bag on there right now. 
Chris, would you like to share a story that you have an experience with during a lunch run? Um, it's funny. you. I wasn't prepared for this one, guys. And actually... My, but watch how natural it is for you to talk about yourself. <laughs> my, my cousin Carter actually tweeted in and wanted me to uh, share the story. It was... I think it was like uh, it was between a dinner and lunch run. So maybe it was a little after uh, after lunch. Uh, this was probably about a dozen years ago. Uh, and it was really one of those snowy January days. You know, picture what we had this past January with all the snow and piles and piles of stuff everywhere. There was very few places to run, so I decided to run from Roslyn downtown all the way to, I'd say, probably the Washington Monument and back. I had these old pair. This was back, I think, maybe right before I owned the store or before or, you know, right right when we bought the store. I remember this one. This was before, I believe. This was before. Yes. So I know what story I didn't you're have, telling. I didn't have and I the, can't believe you're telling it. I, I didn't <laughs> have I'm the, glad I asked. The, the good, I didn't have the nice you know, Saucony apparel that was moisture wicking. I had an old pair and, and sport Hills are great, but an old, old pair of rundown washed too many times on, you know, high heat sport Hill pants. So the moisture wicking, uh, properties in these, uh, in these pants no longer existed. So I get all the way down to, uh, I get all the way down to the Washington monument from, from Roslyn. It was probably a four mile run. And, you know, there's little, very few spots to run, but everywhere you go, you're kicking up water. And I've got a pretty high back leg kick, so I'm kicking up water all over my myself and my legs and, and shirt, and my pants are really saturated, heavy with water. And you can start to feel that chafing sensation between your legs. You guys have been there. Mark, you look at me like crazy. You're a hardcore runner from back in the day. You know the deal. Well, my psychotherapy session is tomorrow, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. need some help after this. So, so I could tell I am four miles away from home in Roslyn, and I could tell I was going to have some serious chafage. So like I said, it was a little after lunch, getting into the dinner time. so it was kind of dusk at this point. So it was light, but it wasn't super light out. So I kind of like take a couple steps with my pants pulled down to my knees. And I'm like, wow, that actually is much better. Now, yeah. Docs, Docs, you told me this was rated PG-13. <laughs> exactly. I did not say oh. that. <laughs> so I run a few steps with kind of my pants down. And I've got these like skimpy like, you know, underwear. They were moisture wicking, fortunately. Running briefs. Running briefs on. Well, yeah. Julie, if you're listening, <laughs> I hope he doesn't have this. Does, still. does she know the story? I think she does. So I decide, like, at this point, I didn't want to be off off of running and on the shelf. So I didn't want to have, like, very heavy chafage uh, between my legs that may take me a day or two to recover from. So I said, you know what? There's not a lot of people out. There's piles and piles of snow everywhere. I'm just going to take my pants off. So I so, so logical, I logical thing to do. So I take my pants off and I run. We're back to streaking. Wait, is this right. the moment that you became a long shorts guy? Yeah, this is the moment. Yeah. This is it. This is so non shorts guy. Yeah, this was a non shorts moment. So I take my pants off and I run the four miles back in. So I'm like ducking and die. I see people this way. So I'm like, all right, I got to go over here and I you know you stop, you hide behind a tree, you don't want people to see. So I get to this point by the waterfront, and there is no way I'm going to avoid this group of people. 
So I see this huge group of people, snowbank to the right, snowbank to the left. They're coming right at me. I can't hide behind me. The red coats are coming. <laughs> so I go by them, and I, I run by, kind of look my head down, and they start pointing and whistling and laughing. And I say, Guten Tag, because <laughs> I wanted them to think that it was, that it was foreign. <laughs> One thing I was from Germany, and it was just a normal thing. Was there probably chaffage and shrinkage? Yeah, yeah. it could be. They had a nice from Maine. Yeah, they had had a nice wind panel, so I think I was fine. So uh, you know that was my uh, that was one of my stories. I think he deserves two lunch boxes here for that story. There you go. So. Anyways, that's how uh, my, my cousin calls me the Wind King Brief of D.C., and uh, that's, the, that's the reason why. So, anyways, that was one of my stories. I'm not sure if I could uh, do that now, 13, 14 years later, but, uh, yes, that was an interesting story. Now, that, those aren't the type of stories you need to tell at these Saucony slash Navy Yard <laughs> runch lunch. You can tell whatever kind of story whatever. you want to tell. Yeah, that's just an example, you know? So thank you for asking, Mark. I literally didn't know he was going to ask me that question. but um, And that also reminds me, actually, that people uh, also have the chance to tell their stories on the podcast. Yes. So if you tell your story on Facebook or at one of the runs and it's a good one, we'll bring you on the podcast. Right. Yeah. It's awesome. So the bar, I guess, has been set. Um, right. I was going to say top that one. <laughs> you're in. So we do appreciate you fellas listening to the show. Um, so, you know, you guys are making references to the show. When do you guys listen to the to the program? About an hour ago. Just <laughs> to kind of get caught up to date. <laughs> okay. Well, so generally when you're on your way to the program to be sure. recorded, yeah, okay. Well, I've, good. I've and Farley, you guys actually did a shout out to me, which I really appreciate. Uh, I think it was back in episode seven. I have that seared in my mind. So yes, thanks. there we go. Um, so I've been listening for some time, and I re- emailed you guys. And I was like, "This is awesome, innovative, cool. changing the way people are thinking about the community itself of running." Yeah. And especially in the D.C. region. So actually in my office, you signed a copy of their own Washington right. magazine. Yeah. And I have it hanging up in my office. Look at that. So inspiration. I'm going to yeah. have to give you guys uh, another article here to uh, autograph for me. Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, because I think that we did not get Docs and Joanna to sign. Okay. No. Did, Farley, did Farley tell you not to? He's like, this is the only signature you're going to need. <laughs> exactly. Well, you guys were in the photo, so yeah, don't exactly. worry. <laughs> uh, Mark, top that. Where do you where, where do you listen? Well, I do listen. You know, yeah. I drive over 30,000 30, miles a year yeah. in my job, going to different stores around Virginia and Maryland. Yep. And so I tune into the podcast. It's it's informative. It's entertaining. You know, I know you guys. Yep. So, and you listen despite that. And I listen despite <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. But it but it's it's interesting. And as Michael said, you guys are doing something that is truly unique. I'm using all these right lines. words from yeah, I know. You, I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, yeah. you almost can't help it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're in here, and you just got to use words like big show, long shorts, and unique in here. There's, right. there's no other way to do it. Yeah, um, but it is good. Yeah. It is no, good. I, and then you do tap into the local culture uh, that you guys have immersed yourself in. Well, thank in. you. We are, yeah, we, are, we are trying to build... Just another way for us to build a community and inspire people to run, hopefully, is is our goal and similar goals uh, to, to Saucony. Uh, and speaking of running, you guys are both runners, and I'll start with Mark. Uh, Mark's got, um, and again, making it about me, he's got a PR in the marathon that's slightly better than mine. And I'm not sure I'm ever going to catch him, but you were uh, a stud runner back in the day in Maryland, right? 
Well, I got around a little bit, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. And so what is your PR in the marathon, Chris? Uh, 231.45. Thank you for asking. I want to make sure. Yeah, now yeah, I want yeah. to start with you yeah, before yeah. it got to me. Yeah, okay. 50, 52 episodes. It's the first time anybody asked you about yourself. Yeah, <laughs> finally. <laughs> finally. And Mark, your PR? Well, it's 45 seconds better than yeah, yours. Yeah, so two, two oh, thirty wow. thir- two 231. 31 flat. 231 flat. So my early days, as, yeah. as he, you know, he... Uh, we worked together as his. He is the rep. I was hopeful to catch his PR, but that's just not going to happen. Now, where did you run your PR? Uh, California International. Oh, yeah. Oh, where, where did you Where did you run your PR? Oh, thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was It was actually It was actually in Boston. Was it, it Boston? Was Boston. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. wow. No wonder he wanted to know where I ran my PR because that is that's at least worth I don't was know it, five was, minutes. Yours because was, I feel yeah, like exactly. I was in, you know, that's a tough course to, yeah, to have your PR. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it was it was tough, and I would say back, you know, it's going to make me sound old. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. sound that old, maybe. Right. But but when I ran, you know, we didn't quite have the accoutrements that are on the course. Oh now. my gosh! Yeah. It was rather sparse. Right. Here and there. Yep. But uh, it was an amazing experience. I went up uh, with a group of friends, and. Was pacing along with a friend who had gone to Williams College, uh-huh. and Williams College, you may or may not know, is sort of one of these uh, partner schools with Wellesley. Yep. And you mentioned in last week's podcast about the experience when you get the Wellesley, Wellesley. With, with the crowd and mm-hmm. everything, yep. and 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 the women, the women crazy. That were out there. Yeah. And so my friend from Williams College, I'm running with him, and he goes, "Listen, you're probably going to leave me soon," and I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> Uh, but stick with me through Williams because we're going to get some special attention, and we did. And wow, it's so a that, P- PG right, right. Program, other than the so. other than the part where I was running in my wind briefs, but right, yeah, right, but yeah. yeah. I'm not going to top that, <laughs> right? But wow, so you guys had a special shout outs uh, from from your friend setup. Yeah, if yeah. I had but special shout outs, I would be running. I would have run under two thirty one at Calendar Nationals. Huh? I shouted so, out for you. So right? I did you appreciate did. <laughs> seeing. I saw Michael and, and I saw Chris on course. Yes. You guys were about mile. My boss Chris was on yes, course. You, yes, mile seventeen yeah. or, or so. I think or, it's around eighteen. Eighteen. 19, it was like the Newton Hills area. Yes. I definitely yeah. remember seeing you guys. You had yeah. a huge. So you, these guys are really committed to, to running. I mean, not only were they hustling the working the expo floor and doing a great job there. Thank mm-hmm. you for the beautiful Convaros that are awesome. I haven't even oh. cracked those open yet. Those look really Boston Convaros, the collector's <laughs> item. So, but you guys were there Sunday, or I'm sorry, Monday, because of course the race is on Monday. Out there cheering, they were cheering loud for me, and I assume they were probably cheering for a couple hours for people out there. Oh yeah, we were up early setting up, and we invite the whole corporate team and their families to come out. I mean, if you've been up there and seen it, it's quite a experience to just even watch everybody race. So that PR probably happened when you were running for the Washington Running Club? As a matter of fact, it did. Hmm. Um, wow. How did you know he was running for the Washington Running How do you know even the running Washington Running Club? Well, because I used to run for them when I first came oh, back to Ireland. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And they have, a, they have a very rich history here in the area. Well, Mark Johnson ran for him. That's, that's, <laughs> that's rich right pretty, there. Pretty rich, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was introduced to it uh, because I was running competitively back in the late 70s. I was living in Baltimore, and they mm-hmm. had a... A running club up there, but I had a couple friends in the D.C. area that said, hey, you want to run down with us? We're cooler. <laughs> so I wanted to go there. And so at the time, the the core group of runners, 
Uh, one of the members who's still very active in the Washington running business these days is Phil Stewart. Oh, of course. Who's the current race director uh, of Cherry Blossom. Blossom. Oh, cool. And so I think my first race in D.C. was Cherry Blossom 10-miler. Wow. And I have a picture of me standing next to Phil Stewart way back yeah. in the late 70s, early 80s. We we looked a little bit different, but it <laughs> Phil was, was a great runner too, and is a great runner. I think Absolutely. he just he just finished, I think Boston too. We were I think talking, he was preparing. I think for he that. I think he ran under four hours or something, which so. is great. Yeah, I definitely want to see that picture, Mark. I will definitely send it to you. All right, all right. Yeah, it, it, it was great because it was certainly my introduction to a higher level of running. Uh, there's other folks that I was running and training and racing with back then. Uh, Mark Baldino, mm-hmm. who I don't know if he listens to the show, but he yep. and his family have a business in the D.C. area. Yep. Uh, just a lot of connections. Um, the founders of the of Moving Comfort, That's Ellen right. Wessel, uh, was a member of the Washington Run Hers Club right. back then. Yeah. And it was just a great introduction to the next level of running uh, just to immerse myself in back yeah, then. Yeah, it, it's, really, it's really evolved and changed, and it's changed. I mean, there are some great runners and great history of, of D.C. running. And back when you were running Cherry Blossom, there probably were, what, I don't know, a, a couple of few thousand people in the race. Is, is that about right? Yes. And, 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 and Very small. What, what exactly is a couple of few thousand? <laughs> well, I think it's between 2,000. It's 6,000. Is it 6,000? A couple few is 6,000. Yeah. It's an exact number. It's yeah. not an estimate. I'll have to look at my results book, yeah. which I'm sure I still have. Uh, yeah. and, and then Boston probably had a couple few, couple thousand. Well, Boston, yeah. in the year that I ran my, my PR, there were 6,000 6,000. So oh 6,000 wow. people? Six That's it? 6,000. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that yeah. was in the qualifying times were probably a little faster then? They were. That's I awesome. qualified for Boston back then. Five weeks before Boston. Wow. Yeah. If you if you if and you, got into the race. Uh, yeah. If you if you <laughs> qual- got in. <laughs> yeah. If you qualified now five weeks before, you would be lucky to get into 2017's race. You might have to wait to 2018 race. Where did you stay when you were in Boston? In in the when, t- the day you ran your PR. Well, I think through a connection through the Washington Running Club, mm-hmm. we probably were pulled up in a hotel with about ten people, <laughs> you know, in, per room, right, and we were just room. doing that and just. So do you remember? Like caught hostel. a ride out to yeah. The, do you the, rem- the, the, it was a hostel? Yeah. Do you yeah. remember your ride out there? Well, it was it, it was a friend. Right. Somebody just put a bunch of us in a car and we went out and just joined together at the at was it in Hopkinton at, in the, Hopkinton. at the school? Yeah. 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 Well, there is a way different experience yeah. now. For those who've run Boston, know that uh, the security is crazy, and uh, there's dozens and dozens, if not hundreds, of buses that sure. are taking people out there now, and it's just not people dropping uh, folks off on the on the way to Hopkinton. Hitchhiking to the start. <laughs> That's probably right. what he did. Although you probably didn't need to get up at five in the morning. Yeah, like we I did, did not. I, we did not. Yeah. Well, back then, and also the race started at noon. noon. Yeah, it started at noon and. Yeah. The day that I ran, the temperatures got up into the low 80s. Wow. So it was... And he still, and he still ran faster than you. <laughs> I put that in there just for that. But you did something you know, a couple of weeks ago that I didn't do because according to last week's podcast, when you were heading to the marathon, you picked up a bus. I did. And I heard that. I mean, yeah. the amount of strength that is required in that is incredible. <laughs> I've been working And then you ran sub three hours well yeah my 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 buddy lawrence soto has been training me pretty well over there 
Uh, so yeah, it was pretty. That was uh, you know that was just all in a day's work for me. Thanks, Mark, for uh, pumping my tires on that. And my, Michael, you had something. To I, was, add. I was just going to add that your seven minute um, journey yes. <laughs> during the marathon was probably one of the best things I've ever heard on Th- a podcast. Thank you. In general, I liked it. in I liked general, it. I swear you? that. Thank <laughs> like, you. I'm thank like you. cracking up so hard. Thank you. You're not allowed to come back on the <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs> thank you. So uh, it's us. hard enough. It's hard enough to to contain this guy's ego. <laughs> Uh, we try to do as much as we can to not compliment him. <laughs> we don't need people well, coming into the studio and saying stuff this. like that and being like, all right, okay, we're leaving. Bye. Chris, I just want to know when you plan to do it again with your next race. Right. I know. <laughs> Every race from now on since Michael gave me that compliment. But Joanna could have done a quick three-minute mile-by-mile at have. the BAA 5K. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't run with my phone, though. I'd have, to, I'd have to start running with my phone. Well, I'm sure there's uh, – there's a pair of Saucony shorts that have uh, a nice pocket in them that I'm sure you can uh, run with your phone. They make those. Uh, they make those now. Going back to a question we had last week: Does Saucony have Monday off, Patriots Day, throughout the whole country? Um, probably not through the whole country. That's what no. I thought. Uh, yeah. That's what I. Yeah. But no. settled settled a bet for us. Mark yeah. took the day off. I'm sure. Well, yeah. I did, and actually, a few <laughs> years ago, the year that Meb. Yeah, once I actually took it upon myself to do a little bit of a a uh, trace back to the beginning, yeah. and I took a drive up to Kutztown, PA. And when I arrived really? into Kutztown, I was watching Meb on my iPad, sort of the streaming, you know, uh, yeah, streaming yeah, yeah, of yeah. the race. And I pulled into Kutztown just as Meb was crossing the line, and uh, it was super pretty cool. cool. That is super. I cool. I mean, he has nothing uh, to do with Saucony, of right? Course, right, but, of course. But just being there, you know, to watch Boston an American marathon day, American win, and you know, I was doing. Air quotes right now. Office work you know, <laughs> right, during right, the marathon, right, of right. course. Well, yeah. I think that's yeah. No, that's 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 quite okay to do uh, to watch the marathon and marathon Monday. We allow our employees to have it on the background. Now we want to sell some shoes, obviously, marathon Monday. But uh, we definitely, definitely, uh, you we we think it is a national running holiday, and it was great to see you guys out there. Yeah. On uh, on the race course. So, Michael, you you're a runner yourself too. What's your running background? Yeah. Uh, so I actually come from it from swimming. Actually. Okay. So my dad he got me into running, and we did uh, Pikes Peak 10K in Rockville. Just right. happened the other week. Yeah. Um, that was my first race. So I went to a 10K distance when I was 15. So you're from <laughs> this? You're from uh, Maryland? From Maryland, Montgomery County. Both these guys. You're from both you guys from yeah. Maryland? Okay. I'm close to Annapolis. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So you. And so. So you you ran Pikes Peak and that was your first introduction. That was my first introduction. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't with Saucony's, but it's all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so I kind of got into it then, but actually more so when I used to work for another accountant in Maryland. Um, and our bo- our boys, Charm City Run, that's yeah. right? Yeah, the and second best store in the country. Right that's, that's what yeah. I hear. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, it's six months after starting working there, I did a half marathon in Disney, uh-huh. and I've done two cents, uh, two triathlons, and Marine Corps marathon. So wow, use a pair of Saucony Triumphs for that, though. Yeah, so right on. Well, yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah, well, these guys are really core runners. If you haven't tried uh, the new Everrun product, they've got a really kind of a, a, a neat new um, you know midsole compound that is that is unlike any other. And Michael does a the best job explaining it, and he even comes out to some of our events and wears. Um, a lab coat. A lab coat. Yeah, so thanks. if you see a guy in a lab coat, that's probably Michael, and he's going to tell you about Everon so, uh, and, and uh, the other uh, great Saucony products. So obviously, guys, uh, Doc's enjoying a, a true running brand. Uh, you know, we had Molly Huddle on the program earlier, uh, you know, last year when she was here for the 
12K Road Championships. Actually, she was the winner of the 12K Road Championships. Uh, she was uh, for the third time, as Mark reminds me. So that was great to have her on the program. We hope to have – I'm going to put the, you guys on the spot. And anybody at Corporate Saucony listening, I'm going to squeeze you a little bit here. Uh, I, we'd love to have Jared Ward. Uh, Joanna yeah. was out there for the uh, uh, for the for the U.S. Marathon mm-hmm. Trials, and he was a qualifier for the Olympics. He was the third place finisher, and Joanna came back and said that was one of the most uh, you know inspiring stories of the, the day, seeing him qualify. So uh, we'd love to hear hear him. Maybe he's coming for the 12K, or I I, I don't know. I mean, I know he's got a busy summer with uh, a trip to Rio. So, uh, but you know, we'll squeeze uh, Pat and all those guys up there, and maybe try can, to get him. Can we interview him in Rio? Yeah, or, or maybe he's talking and get that us in your there. budget. Yeah. <laughs> not our budget for yeah. sure. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you can pick up a bus ride to Rio. Yeah, maybe a Chinatown bus goes to maybe. Rio. Maybe. Oh man, if we had other time, if we had more time for the Chinatown bus stories. <laughs> um, but no, a true running brand. Uh, we, we've we've mentioned them in the past. You guys have been great supporters. Of the uh, program, of course, great supporters of Pacers Running. Be sure to check out the Runch Runs and Navy Yard. And Joanna, they are again, what days? Uh, every Wednesday in May at 12.30 p.m. at the Navy Yard store. And we've really shared some some great stories today. And I think that's, you know, it was, it was a really fun show. And to have you guys share some stories that were blast from the past, from recent, um, New stories, all these those are those are I think are perfect seeker stories. You know, they all related around all related around running and, and bringing all of us together as a community. And I think that's great that you guys are are super committed to that. So, Michael, Mark, uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Really appreciate your support of the program. We Docs and I really look forward to seeing these shoes. Um, I hope you didn't oversell them. What is Joanna not looking forward to it? Oh, she gets a pair of shoes. Too. Oh, she does. Oh, yeah. she does. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 no, Joanna. Mark did the ordering. I'm sorry. Yeah. For some reason, I thought that Joanna got the bag because she had the bag last. That's right. So, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to all three of our pairs of shoes. Uh, but I hope we didn't oversell them because now we are really excited and expecting a lot. No, you didn't. And actually, <laughs> you'll each receive. Two pairs of shoes. Two? Okay, oh, wow. Two pairs of shoes. Wow. Two pairs of shoes, and now I'm on the spot. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm and, sure that they'll be awesome. And what I have is a pair of the current technical brand okay. and then one of our lifestyle brands. Fantastic. Wow, that's that's really cool. All right, that's uh, Mark Johnson and Michael Nestout. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Really appreciate you joining us here today on Pace the Nation. Thank you, guys. It was awesome. It's a pleasure. Thanks, guys. All right. That's Saucony. There they go. This is Pace the Nation. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. All right. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for bringing me back in. Keep, keep that in the background for a second, Docs. Thanks for bringing me back in on a nice Boston song. Yeah. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Thanks again to Mark Johnson and Michael Nestout for joining us here today on the program. Those two are from Saucony. This was Mark's kind of suggestion of how to return back to the program, I think. I think it was a good suggestion. Maybe it was only a good suggestion out of that whole interview. Wow. Zing. <laughs> no, it was a great great to sit down with those guys. Awesome stuff from Saucony. Um, 
that was a fun interview. Hope uh, great you guys, stories. Great stories. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we came away with a ton of stuff. I mean, Greg, I have to you know say Greg, you know, really hooked us up this week with a ton of snacks. But on top of it, you know, we've mm-hmm. got you know Sam Adams beer. We've got a whole thing of M and M's. I don't know what Sam Atard's going to think of those. You know why they have brought M and M's? Why did they bring them M and M's? I don't. I don't know. What would you call them? M and M and M's. Uh huh. What are their names? Oh, Michael and Mark. Okay. Yep. Uh, I didn't remember them saying that. Mm-hmm. Which but, one do you think is the red M M&M, and M, and which one do you think is the yellow M? Mark's M&M? the uh, red for sure. Mark is the red. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but uh, that that's Saucony red uh, mm-hmm. for sure. It's like, 42 ounces of M&M's. Wow, that's a lot. I mean, I actually bought M&M's today. Mm, you did? Yeah, what a mistake. <laughs> Dude, buying Good thing M- I didn't load up on Swedish fish and maple <laughs> water, too. <laughs> and and b- baked beans. <laughs> buying anything, probably from the grocery store, mistake today. But uh, awesome, awesome to have no, them sit down with us. This is this is underselling it. The studio, we, we record on a table. Right. The table is full of snacks. They're yes. falling off the table. It's uh-huh. insane right now. We'll uh-huh. have to eat them mm-hmm. <laughs> quickly. We will. And, and uh, Joanna was digging into the Swe- Swedish fish, and she just banished them to my side of the table, <laughs> and now I've just ate a ton of Swedish fish. I know. All right. Well, keep those things away from me. I'll just work on the Sam Adams over here. I mentioned from the beginning I wanted to address an internet question I had. Mm-hmm. And it's not really an internet um, issue I have, but uh, I do have a question about these new GIFs. Or GIFs? GIFs? GIFs. I think we've gone gone through this before. Mm-hmm. Brian Knight, of course, our buddy from Swim, Bike, Run, put a couple GIFs out there that um, I thought were pretty funny. One of, of Carlos Jameson running uh, on the wrong side of the road for the parkway, and the other one of, of Kathy really upset about the kids' race. I don't know if you guys have seen those on our Facebook page or, or uh, on Brian Knight's outdoor uh, or swim, bike, run page. But when did those things become, like, a thing? When I was in college a couple years ago. <laughs> okay, so it's just a couple years ago. I think that's actually it's actually pretty cool. It's different than just a video because it goes on in a loop and a, again and again and again. Uh, and I, uh, I think those are cool, but it, it started me to think about these new things that, that, uh, are, are happening on the internet. Uh, Joanna, guess was, who, Joanna, guess who turned 40 recently? Yeah. <laughs> Joanna was, just like, get off my lawn this whole show. <laughs> Joanna was Snapchatting before. Mm-hmm. And so I thought about, uh, some things that I've noticed recently on the internet. Mm. Gifts were one of them, and I think mm-hmm. those are cool. So those are cool. Mm-hmm. Ones that I don't think are cool, and these are gifts or memes or I'm not sure what. Memes. But, but it's, <laughs> it is, have you guys seen yes. these pictures where everybody's got their, it's a selfie, and they've got like dog ears or like. Yeah, it's, it's a from, filter. It's a, yeah, it's Mouse ears Snapchat. or, you know. Yeah, that's a Snapchat filter. So it's like th- this person is putting a Mickey Mouse ears on or okay. their dog tongue mm-hmm. is coming out. Why do people do this? <laughs> okay, well, It's annoying. Okay, but you've obviously never done it. You don't have Snapchat? No, I, I don't have Snapchat. Okay, but, Joanna, you've done it? Yeah, you need to... I would be... Oh, so you us, think it's cool. Joanna, can you, okay, can so you, you show us cool. your pictures? Well, you, I can, you can just do it for yourself. It's so much fun. It's, it's fun? It's this fun. is fun? Yes. It looks incredibly <laughs> not fun. 
<laughs> I wanted to bring up something that I thought was cool first, which I thought those gifts and I thought those were interesting that Brian mm-hmm. put up uh, swim bike run. But these other gifts where your face looks like a dog or a rabbit or a raccoon or something, mm-hmm. I, I, I just Old don't. Man get, I don't. Get, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, tweet tweet is us. There, is there a Snapchat filter that would give me hair like Mark? <laughs> tweet, tweet us. Tweet us at Pace the Nation if is you it? if you get it or understand or you have some of your own. What happened to good old fashioned photoshops like our boy Michael P. Miller does mm-hmm. or Brian Knight does? See that looks weird. It's fun. Wow. It's not fun. She just showed us a picture of herself. Her it's head like looks alien. about half the size of her. Eyeballs of her eyeballs, yeah. Mm-hmm. It just looks looks weird, and and I don't understand it. Why would people want to see those of other people? I don't know, but Joanna's been making faces to her phone for the past two minutes. All <laughs> you did with the segment, her. you you were trying to. <laughs> well, I was trying to yeah. bring up something that I was was your, your goal, by. Your goal today was was to get us on a hot topic, <laughs> right, uh, right, and right. instead, all you did, we lost Joanna for the rest right, of the show because she is interested <laughs> in the hot great. topic. So she's doing these funny pictures in front of the the microphone. I mean, I, I guess it's sort of funny, but I just don't understand why you tweet these out to the rest of the world or Instagram them. Well, or, I don't know Snap- why people do that. I Snapchat. just keep it in my Snapchat. So explain to us Snapchat real quick. I mean, I didn't want to do a whole thing about it, but this bothered me. A couple things bothered me today. Breaking my phone obviously was a big, big deal. but That, puts you, that set the mood for the rest set, of the day. That set the mood. But I wanted to keep it on the positive, so I enjoyed Brian's and Swim Bike Run's gifts. Mm-hmm. But these gifts, I just don't get. Now, I have uh, Joanna, who is a big fan of these gifts. Who knew? Well, I mean, the Snapchat are filters. Okay. Yeah. So they're, they're dog filters. So you make your face look like a dog. So like, they, what, what, what? Why are you doing that? Like, what, what is that for? Is that a humoring who? Your dog? Are you? I mean, maybe your dog. <laughs> maybe a humor. Your dog Luigi. really into these pictures? Maybe, maybe. I don't. know. I have been trying to get a, a face swap with Luigi. For so the face couple, swaps. Those yeah. are the other things. The face. I don't get it. Like, what are you doing? Are, are people spending their time face swapping and dog facing you're, themselves? You're the most annoying person I know, Farley. You have <laughs> run the battery out on your phone watching vines from some <laughs> Ohio State well, wrestler. Those are good bits. I like bits. <laughs> bits are different than these stupid face swaps. And Yorktown dog high face. school football highlights. Listen, those, <laughs> those, are, those are inspiring. Face swaps <laughs> are pointless. They're funny. They're not funny. They're not. Show me one that I'll laugh at, and then I, I will change my mind on that. Oh, I will. I'll compile a list for you. Okay, and I'm right. sure that uh, our listeners can tweet in face yeah. swaps that they find amusing as well. I hope nobody's offended by Farley. He's 40 years old. He doesn't want anybody <laughs> to have any fun anymore. Uh, I just turned he 40. Has, he has, uh, for his entire life, he has always been very productive with all of his time. He's never done anything ridiculous <laughs> right. like punt footballs in the parking lot okay. for eight hours at a time. <laughs> this is this is the time machine show where we're doing a lot of old school Farley stories. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know if I like this too much. Well, you're the one who said guten tag. Right. <laughs> That's true. All right. So you do it. So tweet us at Pace the Nation if... Uh, you think it's interesting, or if you're on my side and think it's ridiculous and a waste of time. I mean, a lot of things on the internet are a waste of time, but mm-hmm. I think that Snapchat filters are fun. All right. Fair enough. I just I don't have a Snapchat account. Like, so. I think Twitter is a waste of time. Whoa. Twitter is the way I get news. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, that's, it's a news feed for me. 
I learn things quicker on Twitter than I do. Yeah, but usually else. the information on Twitter is not correct. Well, you so, know, well, you get I it would, quick. Everybody's like, right. I want it to be out there. Be quick. first to quick, it. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And that, and I do think that Twitter can be used as a as a news outlet. For but for the it most can. part, like Twitter, I think Twitter is just like people who tweet all the time. I don't like. How do they have time for that? It's that's to true. me, it's a waste of time. The same way that Facebook is. And that's why I'm not on Facebook. I agree with you a little bit on that, but I do think Twitter is a good mechanism to get stories and information. It can have value. All right. Okay. All right. Just like Snapchat filters can have entertainment value. All right. Uh, You can tweet us in at Pace the Nation always and uh, give us your feedback. Really appreciate all the feedback that everybody gave us this week. Uh, Joanna will be going through a separate segment on uh, the tweets of the week, uh, and that will be released later in the week. This podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area D.C. locations. Pacers Running is for every run. We also have a store in Princeton, New Jersey, and the the uh, New Jersey Marathon this weekend. So I'll be back next week and tell you guys all about that. I, I also wanted to mention, as we talked about the store real quick, uh, that we are on the weekly blog now. Appreciate Heather, uh, Steve, and, of course, Docs working behind the scenes to get us up on the weekly blog so you can read about us every Monday on the uh, Run Pacers blog as well. I like that Joanna is the one who leads our tweet segment and she thinks tweet, Twitter is a waste of time. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Didn't think of that. Didn't think of that. Uh, <laughs> what a fraud. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is kind uh, of So she reaches for the Swedish fish <laughs> and she thinks about her retort. <laughs> All right, you, you can. I have no retort. <laughs> you can tweet us, you can uh, email us, and you can snail mail us, of course. And uh, it continues this week, guys. I'm excited. Another snail mail. Another episode of CSI. Of uh, to to me this time. Same handwriting. In green ink, though. Mm. Uh, let's so, let's review the other ones. So re- let's re- review the other ones. Well, the one to William E. Docks was in black ink. And the one to Joanna E. Russo was in black ink. Okay. Ooh. This is green so this ink. This is green ink. Uh, this is uh, to Chris Farley. Care of broom closet next to Clarendon Pacers. Um, and then, it, of course, has the Clarendon Pacers running address. Mm-hmm. Its return address is Edison Bulb Company, <laughs> more than a feeling way, Boston. <laughs> so... <laughs> so. May I investigate? Pretty, pretty good. So I haven't opened it yet. I always like to. We always like to open them on the uh, on the shell. Well, Joanna didn't. But uh, <laughs> good point. I couldn't wait. Yeah. Um, the envelope is the same. It's a small security envelope. Mm-hmm. The postmark is also a Northern Virginia postmark, but we have a different stamp this week. Oh, hmm. uh, it is. It is patriotic. Interesting. The the previous stamps. Uh, had an American flag and fireworks, uh, and this one is just an American flag. So interesting um, that the um, you the you perp- probably you probably sully uh, the <laughs> no, Fourth of July celebration, which is why your stamps didn't have so <laughs> I, another one of those things that pushes your buttons. <laughs> I did want to mention. No, I don't. It doesn't push my buttons. I did want to mention something here, though. Uh, the perpetrator has. The purple trader? <laughs> the perpetrator had uh, two stamps on Joanna's envelope, mm-hmm. two stamps on Doc's envelope mm-hmm. to ensure that it would the letters delivered. would get there. Enough, enough it had postage, enough postage yeah. for the weight of the whatever magnets inside. Mm-hmm. 
he or she wasn't as worried about getting it to me because <laughs> we only had one stamp. Uh, so I, I think they, they understand uh, or they think that maybe you two would appreciate it more or maybe that you two relate right. to this person more. So, so before, before you open that up, okay. can we make predictions of what we think the, um, the magnet's going to be for you? And I promise, I promise our listeners we have not opened we it We have yet. not, no. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good idea, Docs. Uh, do you have a guess, Joanna? Well, Doc should go first. Okay. I predict a Mark Twain theme. Okay. Good guess. Joanna? Um, I mean, I think the obvious answer might be something with Edison bulbs because he's put that, or right. he or she has put that in the return address. Mm-hmm. Um, but more than a feeling in Boston and the broom closet, I mean, these things don't all go together. They don't. I feel like with Docs and I, everything was uh, went yeah. together. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the, the return with, address has something to do with the magnet. Right. Yeah. Although, this might also be Pace the Nation homemade magnet. And if it is, mm. then I demand that you identify yourself so that we can mass produce them. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's open it up. Let's see. What All right. I think it's going to have something to do with the asterisk. Uh, oh, so right. Okay. It could be just, be just a, too. It'd be just a, it, it, maybe it's just an asterisk. Um, there's a note and then there's a magnet here. Oh, it's actually really nice. Hmm. Congrats on another Boston Sub 3. No asterisk needed. And the person signed it. What is <gasps> Wow. Wait, a real that? person? A real person a real we know? A real person signed it. Wow. That's, That's really cool. cool. Super cool. Twenty. It's a 26.2 uh, uh, magnet with uh, the Boston skyline, I believe. Now, mm-hmm. no... Uh, That's correct. Boston. Uh, and then it's got uh, a ribbon on it mm-hmm. uh, for... You know, it looks like the Boston Strong ribbon there. And the person signed it. How mm-hmm. cool. I really appreciate mm-hmm. this person. I, okay, he saw I it. He's holding on uh, to it. Yeah, I can't take it anymore. All right. And our mystery fan is... Oh. <laughs> not surprising. Not surprising. Michael P. Miller. Well done. Awesome. Or somebody posing as Michael or P. Miller. It could yeah. be. That's a good point. Uh, that's a good point. Thank you, Michael, or the person posing as Mike. I mean, it, the creativity, yeah. it, it makes sense that it's Michael. Mm-hmm. Awesome work. It's uh, a good a good run you had there. Yeah. I can't wait to see what you have next up your sleeve. <laughs> oh, geez. Now you're you're putting on the spot to bring <laughs> well, something more. Well, he signed it because he was like, okay, let's put an end to this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, well done. That's well done. All right, this week in the news, all the running news that's relevant to the hosts and hopefully to the audience. Farley, have you ever heard this song as it just keeps going? No. It takes a turn, I tell you that. Okay. All right, let it play out. I think we all knew that part. Wow. What is this? (laughs) What are they doing here? Anyway. uh, That's old school news. Old school, that... It seems like the the national news you would turn on. Mm-hmm. That was 20, news you could trust. 30, 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> this is opposed to what I present every week on the show. <laughs> All right. A British astronaut sets the marathon record in space this past week. On the day of the London Marathon, British astronaut Tim Peake ran the London Marathon as a virtual participant around the International Space Station, harnessed to a specialized treadmill, and do you guys know how fast he ran? 
Um, three hours and 42 minutes. Three hours and 35 minutes. Pretty mm-hmm. close. Right. Second person to finish a marathon in space, but holds the record in uh, that distance now at, with that 335. I mean, I trust astronauts. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that, that they know their math, they know their science, uh, so they, they can stimulate running. But do we really think that he wasn't aided by the zero gravity? <laughs> that's true. That's I mean, true. that's true. Always the skeptic there, Docs. But uh, yeah, now that you say, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he needs an asterisk on his marathon. Maybe I might run my marathon in space, in space as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> zero gravity. Yeah, I'll beat I'll beat yeah. uh, Mark's record. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, under three thirty one. Uh, all right. So also in the news today, you guys Game of Thrones fans? Yes, but mm-hmm. don't spoil it. I didn't watch it this week. All right. Well, I'm not, and that's no shock to anybody. Yeah, we know that. I, I think that's well documented mm-hmm. on this program. Mm-hmm. But uh, Natalie Dormer. Mm-hmm. Runs uh, the the London Marathon before the Game of Thrones premiere. Uh, she's a the British actress who's actually in oh, hit series. I'm sorry. No, that's she plays the character oh, okay. Marjorie. Okay, she's in the hit series, the the Game of Thrones. Uh, ran the London Marathon in three fifty one twenty one. That's pretty good. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, she said she's a tiny bit peeved. Mm-hmm. Peeved is. Is a British type word. Well, that whole expression, a tiny bit peeved. Yeah, is, is a tiny whole... bit peeved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she, she said she ran the marathon uh, twenty four seconds slower than her marathon de- debut back in two thousand fourteen. But uh, so pretty fast time for the uh, for the for the uh, Game of Thrones star. Pretty impressive. Um, the girl who plays Arya on the show, she was in L.A. F- for something, and she tweeted out to her followers to to tweet her if they were having a premiere party. Mm-hmm. And then she just chose a couple and showed up at their premiere party. Is that right? Yeah, and she brought snacks and stuff. It was pretty cool. She she tweeted the whole thing. There's like 12 tweets uh-huh. to go along with it. Or I guess it was on Instagram. It was on Instagram. All right. <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Enough Game of Thrones stuff for me, personally. Uh, do, you watch, piece, do, you, do you watch Game of Thrones? Did I ask that? I know Docs does. Um, I do, but I don't watch it when it's happening. Right. Um, I you binge watch it. Yeah. That's all the kids are doing that. They're doing that in the well, snap, that's what, Snapchat. That's uh, why I Facebook. didn't watch on... It, it debuted on Sunday, but okay. I didn't watch it yet because I, I don't like... Uh, I don't like getting to the end of these shows and being and like, I need to, need to see the next one. Gotcha. Because all TV shows now are just really long movies. Right. That's true. Used to be TV shows, they tie it up in a nice bow in 22 and a half minutes. Not anymore. Nope. They leave you hanging. Mm-hmm. I, and I do like some of these shows. I, I do like uh, the Frank Underwood show. Mm-hmm. Game uh, of, House, House of Cards. Game of Thrones. <laughs> House of Cards. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, I, di- I did like Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. But all did modern, you finish it? I did, yeah. All uh, modern, good, current day shows that we can mm-hmm. relate to. Well, Breaking Bad was a little bit older, but <laughs> it was in my period. Uh-huh. Mm. Not not like a Game of Thrones wacky period. Um, <laughs> or, or, or hey, do- by or, the way, so we, we release our running show on Mondays. Yeah. Uh, tweets on, on Wednesdays. We're going to start doing television show reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Let's drop on Fridays. Do you want to- 
Don't get uh, me started on Downton Abbey. That looks, you don't like Downton like, Abbey? I, mean, I was just going like, to say that based like on... Maggie Smith, the runner who we had on the program, mm-hmm. but... You don't like the no. other Maggie Smith? First of all, Farley, how how many months did you call it Downtown Abbey? <laughs> I, I did for oh, quite, quite some... Probably until about last week. <laughs> probably. So for a lot of months, yes. All right. Um, and Joanna, is that where you learned to talk British? <laughs> Downton Abbey? <laughs> Do some do some of your uh, uh, British accents. Oh, that's insulting to British people everywhere. <laughs> True, just, but but this uh, this show is insulting to runners everywhere. So go ahead and give it a shot. Just say cheerio or something. And let's cheerio. Go. There we go. All right. Uh, and now do the rest of. The, ooh, when we do tweets, can you do tweets this week in just British accents? We'll all do it. We'll all try it. Yeah, I can all do right. that. All right. Well, stay tuned for that. That's a good tease <laughs> for that. All right, Docs, you had a story for in the news. I did. It was brought to my attention that there was a guy who ran the Boston Marathon with mm-hmm. his girlfriend. Okay. okay. And when they got to the finish line, he dropped down to one knee and proposed to her. Wow. Okay. And then he threw up. <laughs> oh, on her? Um, I, I, I think he missed her, but... Uh, In her v- general vicinity. Mm, mm. Yeah. And, wow. and then uh, she said yes, and then he tried to kiss her, and she said <laughs> no. Oh, uh, no. And she said no, no, no. <laughs> what was that... <laughs> was there a video of this? Uh, pictures. Oh, there's, pictures. There's pictures, uh-huh. yeah. It, yeah this, like, you probably, Joanna probably saw this story on Snapchat. <laughs> you should probably, probably did. Oh, man. Well. And I, I, was so, I was so mad when, I, when this, I got this today. When I saw this today, I was like, how did the two people that we sent up to Boston uh, to get the, the, the good stories from Boston, how did you guys not come up with this story? I know. How that, did you not come home with this story? Uh, that, uh, that I wish I had video of. Yeah. I wish I was in the shoot for. I don't know. Don't you feel that like every race, though, somebody gets proposed to? When I was in Richmond, I watched three people get proposed to when I was waiting for my friends to finish. Wow. Like, Is that right? It, yeah. Three three different proposals. And I'm sure that um, at Rock and Roll, I'm sure there was at least one. I feel like people are like just really into the proposing at races. Uh-huh. And I, How many of them threw up? <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't see any that threw up. So uh-huh. that, that does make this story a bit more unique. Yeah, this is why the story is great. Yeah. Yeah, well, that that is good that she said yes. That could have been... You, you, she must have felt like, uh, you know, maybe... When, don't you think? Don't you think? Like, if if it's a public proposal, you have to say yes oh, anyway, absolutely. and then afterwards yeah. you'd be like, "I was just doing that because I did not want to embarrass you." But right. no way. Yeah. Right. We'll follow up on that story for us, Docs, to see if, <laughs> see if that was what she actually did. All right. Finally, in the news, kind of a sad story, guys. Uh, two-time U.S. Olympic high jumper Jamie Nieto uh, was paralyzed this past week. He was coaching a, a group of post collegians in the high jump. Mm-hmm. And he his signature celebration move is a backflip, so he tried to do a backflip and actually landed on his neck. Ooh. Oh no! And and suffered a severe spinal injury and was paralyzed immediately. Uh, helicoptered off uh, to the to the Los Angeles uh, Southern California Medical Trauma Center. Uh, he seems to be progressing some um, as of this uh, article. Date uh, dated uh, April 26 on Let's Run. Uh, breathing better, can shrug his shoulders, communicate without issues, swallows liquids and soft foods. Um, so seems to be um, progressing, but uh, th- there is a way to donate him, and we'll um, donate to him. We can send out that link. A really good guy. Ju- Julie, we'll put the, we'll Julie put knows him. We'll put the link on the uh, website. We'll put the w- link on the website. Julie knows him, and he's, he's a really just a, a Really good guy and just an unfortunate accident. So hopefully, 
uh, he uh, you know gets better and progresses. So that is your in the news. What about this week in transportation news? Yeah, as we get to the random segment of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, well, usually, usually Joanna gives us good transportation that's stories. True. Yeah, any anything this week? Any shady Uber drivers? <laughs> uh, sketchy hostel stories? Um, well, hostels aren't tra- really transportation. Uh-huh. Um, but this week I've been taking the metro a lot, and I I don't have any. I, I don't think that I've had anything happen that's sort of out of the ordinary. Um, the only thing that I've seen on the Metro that's been a little unusual was I did see uh, like three kids that were part of like, um, I don't know, like a dance group. Mm-hmm. And oh. they, they were. Flash no. mob. They weren't. It wasn't a flash mob because just three kids. Were they trying to get cash? They were, yeah. So they were at the LaFont Plaza. And th- there's a lot of people that set up down there, but they were really good. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. It's like we live in New York City now. <laughs> I know. Well, Joanna will be traveling up to New Jersey. She's going to be working uh, one day at the New Jersey Marathon mm. Expo. So she will have a car. A rental a, car. A rental car for much of the next week. So that should be great. Three days. Okay. It's three days. So that should be some good updates. Yeah. I can't wait to hear the Jersey Turnpike. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The what? text messages from Jersey yeah. Turnpike. Uh, hey. from, from Delaware. Yeah. Uh, missed a, you missed don't like a, Delaware? No. Sh- showed up eight hours late to a show. You know why you don't like Delaware? Because you don't go shopping there. Tax-free or there's something? There's no sales tax yeah. in, in Delaware because they get all or their money. Or New Jersey. Yes, there is. Not they, on apparel. On food, though, there is. There is. On food. Yeah. 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 Let's not make Jersey better than it is. <laughs> my My point was that in Delaware, they get all of their money on the toll road. Mm-hmm. So that you don't have to pay sales tax. So you might like it better if you go do some shopping and take advantage of that no state sales tax. And then you wouldn't be so hateful to to our you know one of our smallest states in the in the union. Yeah. No, I still don't like Delaware. I know you don't. <laughs> well, hopefully you have some uh, smoother. Well, I don't know. I root for something to happen to you transportation. <laughs> Thank <wise>. you. <laughs> Last time you got docks a ticket, you're stuck on the Jersey Turnpike. There's always something exciting for her transportation when she's in. You a said car. thank you, but he's rooting for something ha- bad to happen. She was sarcastic. Yeah, that was uh, that yeah. was fishy. So well, I'm, I have like again no social skills. <laughs> I, I, I didn't pick up on on the sarcasm. All right, finally, uh, Brandon Boucher, a former guest. Uh, he, he wanted. Uh, he mentioned to me on my way out of the Clarendon retail store today that he misses the Clarendon construction segment on the mm-hmm. program. Well, Brandon, I don't. I have. A, <laughs> I am glad it's over. I have a good idea. Yeah. And, and we can combine these last two ideas together. Yeah. Okay. Joanna, after you get back from New Jersey, drive that rental car through the front <laughs> of the store. <laughs> Awful idea. Again, Doc's no social or... <laughs> Social skills or any ideas. Or business skills. acumen. Yeah, yeah, or either. practical life skills. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. I've yeah. been accused of that a lot. <laughs> All right, but thank you. <sighs> thank you for listening, Brandon. But sorry, the uh, Clarendon Construction segment is finished. Mm-hmm. Never again. You go back and listen to the old one. <laughs> That's right. All right. Great show, guys. Thanks again to Mark Johnson and Michael Nestout for joining us today in studio talking about Saucony. They were uh, great guests, shared some really good stories. Mm-hmm. Also, thanks, of course, uh, to you guys for showing up in full force last week at the Haste the Nation one-year birthday anniversary party. Great showing. Hope to see you guys soon. We will announce a new happy hour uh, here shortly. All right. For Joanna Iruso, 
and William E. Docs. I'm Chris Farley. This is Pace the Nation. We will see you next week. <laughs>